All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Daily Durag. I am trying my best to keep up with episodes and stuff here, so y'all actually gonna be getting this episode on time. Um, today, I have a new co-host. Go ahead, Jay, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Um, this is Jaya. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um... I am a psychology major at the University of Louisville. I'm 20. I she about to be a sergeant major. Yeah, I I just enlisted, so I'm going to be a basic. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but I am, a, I am a E3, and that's the highest rank I can have right now. Is it for real? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. It's really sad because both of my parents is involved in like the military. My mom worked for the government. My daddy was in the military for 36. 35 or 36 years. I don't know a gag on thing. But you want to know what's wild, though? I literally... I don't have that much family in the mm-hmm. military. Like, I'm not a military baby or anything. Like, this is literally this is something new for me. Oh, I'm definitely literally. a military brat. I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. I still don't know what I'm supposed to be knowing. It's <laughs> no, it's coming, though. Okay. It's coming. Okay. Well, you you going to figure it out. I believe in you. <laughs> Good luck at basic, but uh, I believe in you. Look... Relaxing Jackson. That's all I'm going to say. It shouldn't be that hard. All right. So we're going to get into today's topic, right? Okay. So the I got one question before we get into our topic, which is about R&B, because me and Jaya had this little argument on Instagram where she tried to come for me because I told her she ain't know nothing about real yeah, R&B, um, which is the facts. But, you know, we're going to get there in a minute. So my first question is this. Since I, you know, I'm a little Kim fan. How you feel? I knew I heard him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's alright. I'm edit that out. Anyway, <laughs> how you feel as a little Kim fan? How you feel about Nicki Minaj? Uh, retiring thing. I was a little Kim. No, no, no. Fan. I'm a little Kim okay, fan. Sorry, okay, let me clear. Okay, let me clarify. Let me clarify. Not that I don't like little Kim. I'm about to say because don't do the queen now. Now, as a little Kim fan, I'm asking you how you feel about Nicki Minaj retiring finally. Um. Well, she clearly didn't retire because she just dropped a new song. So. Uh, so but anyway, um. I don't know why it went double plastic but we <laughs> we gonna leave that you know where is that I mean I think I don't think that I think Nikki just put that out there to kind of like shock her fans maybe but I definitely think she's gonna make a comeback I think she's gonna have her family miss what she does miss what she did <laughs> and come back a family I'm man. not I don't agree with the I don't know why she want to have a family with this man, but... Because I was about to say, yeah. if we getting down to the real, that's not... Because... Uh, <laughs> look, I mean, I ain't agree with Lil' Kim's baby father, so you know that is what it is. We all make mistakes. It is what it is. Okay, so we're going to get to today's topic, which, like I said, is R&B. 
All right. So if you know me, you know I listen to a lot of R&B, especially 90s R&B. I will, if you in my car or whatever, not the Green Goblin because I ain't got no ox in there. But <laughs> if we driving along somewhere else or whatever, I'm going to kill you with 90s R&B. And everybody knows that. So, Jay, let me so ask let me you. just say this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna just go ahead and name off some songs I do know that shows you that I know what she's R&B about. Is. I got a to whole list of songs. Him. Okay. <laughs> I got a whole list of songs that I listened to in 2017. Okay. R&B. Okay. Let, let me, me see. Uh, let, let me. Let me. Name off. Let me hear this. Let me go ahead and name off a lot. Okay. First one I hear, which I posted okay. as soon as I get home. Okay. That was. That was the one was I commented the on and said you ain't know nothing about, but okay. He literally okay. said I ain't dusting nobody but my. <laughs> 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 I had to let her know, know because we was arguing and she thought she was gonna run up on me, y'all. And as y'all know, don't know <laughs> me. So you know. This man said I ain't dusting nobody but my windows, boy. Wow. Okay, next song, classic. I wish they would play it more when we go out. Lovers and Friends. Love Lovers and Friends. Okay. That was iconic. Okay. Okay. Song was truly iconic. What's some what's some songs you like, Jesse? Um, I think if I was going to name off just my top three favorite R and B songs, they all like 90 songs. Um Definitely my top is Stay by Jodeci. I love Jodeci, okay? Um, they can't sing now, but I, I love what, you know, how they used to sound. Um, it had to be Stay by Jodeci. It had to be Tonight by Escape. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feel about Use Your Heart by Escape? Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. It's not in my top like five of them, mm-hmm. um, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my de- my definitely like in my top three, but definitely one of my favorites is Janet Jackson. I get lonely, and then a parallel favorite is the remix that happened with Blackstreet. I'm telling you, that song is unmatched. I'm probably going to get in the car and sing it again because I listen to that song, I think, at least once a day. That's where I'd be like that with music, though. Oh, for sure. So let me ask you, what is your opinion on the current state of R&B? Um, I definitely think that the current start- state of R&B isn't what it used to be, mm. but we have some artists that are slowly bringing that back. Don't know if it can ever like truly come back because you know we lost so many people like Aaliyah mm-hmm. and Left Eye and all these people. Mm-hmm. So like those who made R&B history what it is. So I don't know if it can be brought brought back but maybe. Yeah. I think there are a couple of people who like I think like R&B ain't really like being looked at right now because so, there are a couple people like well there are a lot of people who are like really like singing and you know and doing things in like that genre but like I said like R&B ain't really being fucked with right now 
so it's kind of like they're like overlooked because I'm gonna tell you one of my absolute favorites is Ari Lennox. Yes, I love Ari. I love. Let me repeat that. I love <laughs> Ari Lennox. Okay. She gives me that Erica Badu feel. Oh, for sure. And I love Erica Badu. Break me off is my. Yeah. That's my cut. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, okay? I would, I, oof. Yeah. So there are people who are like, who are really like singing and really talented, but like I said, I don't think that currently like um, R&B is being looked at on on the same scale as like hip hop and stuff like that. Like right now. How do you feel about Summer Walker? You listen to Summer Walker? You know, I can't give an honest opinion only because I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to one of her songs. Really? No, I don't think I've ever sat down and like... you never heard, you know, the classic is Girls Need Love, but like... Oh, I, okay, she sing now. Yeah, I heard that one, uh, but like... not all about, like, her other songs are like the truth. When I listened to that one, it was more for Drake. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was listening I for Drake's version. Like Drake's version. Really? Oh, no, I don't. I say I'm over Drake. <laughs> what? I, I've been over Drake. I don't listen to Drake no more. He's just too. He's too wow. whiny for me. You he's think too so? Whiny for me. Yeah, like he has. I like. I kind of like the old Drake more than the new Drake. But yeah. Like, Nah, it's, Drake not really, he wasn't really hitting in that song like he was supposed to. It's crazy because I feel the exact opposite. Old Drake to me, excluding Marvin's Room, because that was my cut oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> old Drake to me sound like almost every one of his songs sounded the same. To me now, he has more versatility uh-huh. than he did when he first mm-hmm. came out. When he first came out, I, okay. Let let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. The song itself, when he first came out, didn't all sound the same, but him on the song sounded the exact same every single song. Whereas, like, now, to me, his voice has gained more versatility. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you. Okay, so there was this debate on Twitter a couple months ago because Jacquees... (laughs) Oh my God! Oh <laughs> said my God. that he was he was this generation's king of R&B. How you feel about that? Jacquees has a little bit too much dip on his chip. Oh, for sure. <laughs> too much. I yeah. I was like, sir, I don't even know. I don't know one of your actual songs, uh, and I mean a song. That other than bed, a song that hasn't been made by somebody else. He literally, Summer Walker just dropped a song the other day. He came up with the remix the next, not even the next day, probably in a few hours, dude came out with the remix. So you can't be out here trying to come up with, like, it's okay to make a remix here and there, but nigga, you remix every song. I mean, every Every song. song. I just like, when when that whole debate was there, I was like, Sir, do you even have in a whole album out? Do you like, even I have an original sound. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know other than that little goat thing he be doing. I don't know <laughs> what. Like, I wonder what it's like talking to. 
I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm a six one nigga because I'm not, but he's he's only like four eleven. I know, but so I'm that's saying the like, other thing. I don't know. That's, I gotta admire his confidence. Because <laughs> like I'm saying, like like you remixed every song. I mean, every like. Like I said, when I saw that, I was trying, I sat down and like thought about it and was trying to figure out, do I even know an original song of yours? And Bed is the only one. That is the only one. We can't keep bopping Bed forever. Right, I was about to say. And we can't keep bopping your remix to Trip, even though I like that I version really better than I that. don't like it. What? Oh, I don't. Wait, no. so wait, wait, wait. Do you not like Jacquees's um, remix? I like LMA oh. more. Like her voice just sounds better on it. See, on that one, that's the only one I can't really do. I can't. That's the only one I'm like, ah, okay, he, he he did his thing. Okay, so with that being said, what do you think about the Chris Brown being better than Michael Jackson debate that Fitty brought up? Okay, so like, there's no challenge in Michael, first of all. I this is like, true. I feel like, I don't, you can't just, Chris Brown is not on that pedestal to be up there with Michael Jackson. That's just always how I'm gonna feel. But he did do his thing on who's gonna, when he went back. Yeah. He did who's gonna, he did good on that. But, um, like, his music is good. Like, it's always gonna be good. But, like, I feel like, Chris Brown is migrating towards more derogatory things now. Yeah. More than he was back then. Yeah. And um, he's not presenting like that classic sound that like we get from Michael. Yeah. And that that was my argument about it was like in order to say something like that in 10 years when we're adults. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. 20 we're years. Right, 20 years when we like adults or something like that and we hear his song on the radio. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be telling our children about these songs? Are we going to be like, oh, I remember when blah, 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 about these songs. And like with Michael, it was like every single song, every single song, yeah. almost every single song that Michael has, my mother can tell you some type of memory she done had with that song and I, 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 like whereas with Chris Brown it's like you just you just sound kind of good yeah exactly like oh I you know it's like oh I remember Chris Brown you know like I mean now nah, okay and I may ruffle a few feathers here when I say this I put and I know I'm gonna get attacked by this but it is what it is I put Chris Brown in the same category as Beyonce. Okay, okay. <laughs> you didn't. I do. You didn't ruffle any feathers. Whereas, let me just let me just say this about Beyonce. Okay. Are she's overrated? Woo! Now, see, I ain't say I all that, y'all. <laughs> How you figure she go? But I don't. I just don't get that. Ah, it's Beyonce. Like, it's Beyonce. It's the queen. I don't. Now, I think some people be taking it too no, far. Like, some people be doing a lot. But I, I just don't get that. I don't get that from her. I think Beyonce, and I had this conversation one day with Gabby. I think Beyonce She's and... She's a performer. Right. Beyonce and Chris Brown 
are amazing and immaculate entertainers and performers. Like you, I don't, I honestly, genuinely do not, cannot think of one person out currently other than Lil' Kim (laughs) that can be on the stage and do the things that either Chris Brown or Beyonce can do. I, I cannot think of one person. Now, in our, okay, in our like generational of music. Well, but you, you. I mean, not quite, but Meg, she, she be performing. I mean, like, Meg, I mean, yeah. like singing. Now, yeah. rapping, that's a different story. But like <laughs> singing, I, I just can't think of nobody that can yeah. do what they, and especially now, and what I will say this too. There is no one, and I I will say this confidently, Mm -hmm. who has the worth ethic of Beyonce. Yeah. After she had this, like, special on TV, I can't exactly remember what it's called, and it, like, detailed the, her career, and nobody can take away the legacy that she's built and the career that she's built. Uh But, (laughs) what what irritates me is when people be like, she's the queen of music, she's the queen of singing or something like that. And I'm like, wait a second. Right. She can sing, but there are people who can sing better than Beyonce who are out currently. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson is a perfect example. But Jennifer Hudson's not an entertainer. Like, I would never pay, never pay to go see Jennifer Hudson, like, dance and stuff. I will pay to sit in to sit and see her sing. Whereas Beyonce, like, I'm going for the full gambit, like the full performance. And I know when I'm paying that I'm gonna be getting the full performance. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nobody went to a Whitney Houston concert expecting Whitney Houston to dance. They all knew they were just gonna sit there and she was gonna sing and that was that. Whereas like I I can't think of anybody else like during the time. But see, that's why I think like when you talk about Michael Jackson and like Chris Brown, who Chris Brown can sing, don't get me wrong. Like Chris Brown can, he can blow. But like Michael knew every aspect of music, every aspect musically of his songs. Not only that, he also knew every aspect of the performing part of his right. performance. Like, all of that was together. So it's like, can you put them side by side? I mean, you can, but like, is do I think Chris Brown beats out Michael as the King RB? No. And I'm pretty sure he came out and was like, I'm not better than Michael. I pretty, I thought that's what I saw in the shade room. I could be wrong, but I, I thought he came out and was like, <laughs> yes, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he came out and was like, you know, that's who I look up to. But yeah, that's not the that's case. That's what I heard. But it was like just a that's who I look up to. Thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So how you feel? Because we talked about like <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before we started this. So to me, like, okay. So you asked me about Janae Ike before we before we even Y'all before we even start. His ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> before we even started the podcast, she asked me like I like Janae Aiko and I said no. 
and that really just I, I generally felt attacked that, <laughs> that really hurt my soul that pinch that that was the last I'm sorry I had to do that that was a needle that can't move listen <laughs> I I she is okay but like I prefer okay if I'm gonna be listening to something or whatever I'm gonna put you know something I'm gonna put something on to set the mood or whatever I'm getting ready to do or even if I'm putting music on to drink wine and relax. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, that, her music, that's something I would drink wine to and relax. See, she just. But you gotta realize. She just be whispering and I can't I do it, y'all. Music, you gotta listen to every song. I'm not listening, <laughs> listen, I'm not sitting Boogie. there, I'm not sitting there through every song listening to. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, hell no! I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. Nah, she I, she doesn't give off that effect to me. Like I was telling you earlier, she just I don't know. Janae Aiko is a thing I look to for calm, like just to be calm. See, okay. <laughs> I don't so know. I she just she just does up to me. I just look at Aiko. So my question is this, okay? Because to me, currently. Currently, there's a whole lot of people other than like LMA or, or like even like Ari Lennox. Um, other than them and a couple other people that I mean, I just don't know. There's this box to me of current R&B of quote unquote vibe R&B. It's where it's like it's used to create this vibe. But to me, you're not really saying nothing. Whereas like older R&B, and I can't even say just 90s R&B, because I initially wrote down 90s R&B, but I can't even say that, because Usher Confessions album will always be it. But um, older R&B, it was like, there was, for each song, there was some type of meaning. Like, there was some type of, like... I don't know. They saw somebody was begging for their girl back or or talking about how your man did you wrong. And I mean, not all the time do you want to listen to that, huh? Right. So how do you feel about, like, what I call, like, vibe R&B versus like that? That's just hard. It's hard to answer because, like, I literally, like, have a love for both. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like you said, Vibe Army is like, they had a message behind everything they wrote. Like, they wasn't just writing to write mm. again. And, like, I feel like we still have artists now that just, like, you know, perform off of what they, like, go through and stuff. They have a story behind it. But, like, a lot of it is just, like, it's, like, scripted stuff. Kind of. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, Vibe Army is good sometimes, don't get me wrong. Um, especially it depends if depends on your mood. Right. See? Especially if like I'm just putting on I'm just putting it on for you know, something. But um <laughs> <laughs> like then vibe R and B is cool, but like if I you know, I don't know, if I'm putting on R and B, usually it's for some type of reason. Not all the time is it for some type of reason, but usually it is. So who would you say is your favorite R&B artist? Let me ask you that. Right now, can I give one like back then and then like right now? Yeah, you can get both. Okay. Um, Honestly, so back then, like, of course. I don't know. I feel like Aaliyah really did it for me. Really? Aaliyah Mm -hmm. did it for me. 
I like Dalia a lot. Honestly, I'm young, y'all, so <laughs> I know who she is, but I I feel like a lot of the people that die back in, I wish I could have like actually like seen yeah. the concert mm-hmm. today and see how they like developed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like within their music. So like I that's just the artist I've always wanted to meet. Yeah. Cause like people say she's like iconic. Like I feel like the way people feel about Beyonce is how I would feel about Right. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel like if Beyonce like died, that's that she would be like what do they call it? Immortalized, I think uh-huh. that's the word. Uh-huh. Like Aaliyah was. Okay, so you've seen Selena, right? Of yeah. Course. I've seen like okay, I'm not oh gonna I'm, I'm not gonna front. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of Selena. I've never actually sat there and watched the full movie start to finish now. But like, so I don't know if you like J Lo and um no, it's not it's not even J Lo, it's Shakira. And it was Selena. There was a debate between those. What? Who like, really? Yeah, because it's like, um, would they still be like where they are today if that person hadn't like died or whatever? Oh, like, like, like the debate be between there, Beyonce like, and Aaliyah. Like Michael Jackson would still be top charts if he was alive today. That was basically their argument. Oh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, some, okay, because I've seen that debate with Beyonce and Aaliyah. Like, it's like, it's, it's people saying, would Beyonce would be where she is if Aaliyah hadn't died? Do I sort of she agree with... Work I think maybe, yes. See, but like... I, that's hard to answer because, once again... I mean, of course, shit, I won't there, so I don't, I don't know. But just from like comparing careers, Beyonce's worth ethic is a whole lot different than what I think Aaliyah's worth ethic was. So like, mm-hmm. and I will say this: I think I like Aaliyah had a little bit of hope. That's what I was. Yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. And I love Aaliyah, but I do think she had a lot of help because, if I'm not mistaken, Beyonce either helps write or writes the majority of her stuff. Whereas, like R. Kelly wrote all Have you seen of the documentary. R. Kelly oh, documentary. Not even a documentary. It's a um, series they put on Netflix. I know what you're talking about. The surviving ooh, R. Kelly. Ooh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. We're going to get to that in a second. R. Kelly wrote <laughs> most of, I think, all of Aaliyah's first album. So it's like Aaliyah's only album. And so it's like, no, it was just her first album. She had two. I'm sorry. Um, so with that said, I do not agree with that whole argument because it's like, you, you can't really compare apples and oranges. Now, the Michael thing, do I think he would have been a big? No, because do I think by now, because y'all got to look at Michael's age by the time he passed. Do I think by now, Michael probably would have retired on his own? Yes. I think he would have. Yeah, he would have definitely retired now. Yeah, I think he would have wrote for people. And I think yeah, he. That was, t- that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. I think he would have wrote for people and stuff like that. Because Michael was like 50 something when he passed, I think. Yeah. And so I think he would have wrote for people. And I think he would have like did like background stuff and produced. But 
do I think, and I think he maybe would have put out an album here and there and probably would have toured a lot. I think he would have done like the, I would think he would have did like Patti LaBelle does, which is like, she go, she goes, she makes appearances and she puts out little singles like here and there. But like Patti knows, knows like the climate of like today's music. So it's kind of like, we love Patti. Like, people love Patty and she still goes on tours and they be sold out and has Patty put out an album in like the past 10 years I don't think so so I think for Michael it would have been the same thing like he still would have been touring and would have been singing but like would he have been putting out constant music probably not yes I think that I think that he would have helped write uh, music for today oh yes because Michael could that's you know that's like Michael could write and like I said like he was I don't like just knowing music he was so good I remember hearing this story I don't know if it was on TV or from my mama or whatever but like there was some award show or something I think it was like one of his siblings I think it was one of his siblings I think it was Janny and like he literally called over the phone and was telling and saying each part for like the background people and like stuff like that saying each part for them so they knew which note to be in and like you doing all of that over just over the phone like you ain't even there and like that to me is just insane and so like oh for sure he definitely would have been helping writing for people and stuff like that um do I think that also, I'm gonna just throw this out there because I had this argument with Gabby the other day. <laughs> and yes, at Brown Girl, I'm calling you out. I think that I do not Lord, think. Lori, say some mess. I am. I do not think that they would have tried, especially Oprah, would have tried that whole documentary thing. I don't think they would have pulled that had he still been alive. I think that people, Oprah, <clears throat> was trying to capitalize off that man being gone and I don't agree with it. Yeah. I yeah. I will say this. I know I mean we know for a fact R. Kelly was doing what he was doing. I do not agree and I know people gonna probably try to drag me off of this. I don't agree with that um documentary about Michael. I don't think it's true. Mm-hmm. I do think he had mental Issues that he definitely needed to go to therapy for. Do I think he was molesting anybody? No, no. I don't think so. I think, because like, I was just talking about this yesterday with my family. Um, Michael had like an FBI agent following him for 15 years. He had no clue. That came out after he passed. I do not think, especially with the way the government be doing stuff. 15 years? People be watching like that? I don't think the way the government be doing stuff especially the black people I do not think and like look at how big like Michael like sorry just his name was like I do not think for one second that had they had had some inkling of proof they would not have threw that out there and smeared that man all over the place because like look at like when there's like police shootings and stuff like that the first thing them people do is go and find a mugshot 
of whoever the police done shot. And I mean, they show that thing over and over and over again. And so if Michael had actually done that and they had solid proof, oh, you better believe they throwing that on everywhere. Oh, ABC News, CBS, NBC, Fox. They throwing that Nickelodeon. thing. Right. <laughs> Nickelodeon going to have Disney Channel going to have it up under their shows. They throwing that thing out every single night, every hour on the hour. So that's my little rant for that. But anyway. I can agree with you there. Yeah. I can agree with you there. You were saying about R. Kelly, the surviving R. Kelly thing. <sighs> I got a chance to watch all those episodes. I wasn't going to, but then I don't somebody think I else was playing it episode. and I just kept watching it. It just kept getting more disturbing. <laughs> it was it was somewhat it's it's just hard to look at stuff like that uh-huh. of like somebody who was just this great artist. Yeah. I think like I don't think I watched the last episode, but for me like first of all that nigga belongs under the jail, yeah, not even in absolutely. jail under the jail. But for me, what I don't get is how people are surprised just because like okay this man when he and Aaliyah got married Aaliyah was like 14 and he was I like that they kind of let that you right say that you he he was like 28 something like that and the manager which is just crazy as all get out to me came on the on the um the documentary and laughed about how he forged the parents' signature so they could get married. And everybody knew, like, the age gap back then when they got married. Because I talked to my mom. Like, that shit was, like, seen as normal back then, kind of. Was it normal, but they was letting that slide. I talked, because I talked to my mom about it, and I was like, so did y'all know? She was like, everybody knew that. And so what I don't get is (laughs) why anyone... It's I, I guess it's I guess it's like that um that that like what's it called the like privilege mm-hmm. I guess for like you know stars and stuff. I'm saying I wonder how she felt about that though, like Aaliyah as a child. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she. There was this one interview I watched of them, and she looked mad uncomfortable. Like he was touching up on her and stuff, and. She just looked in her eyes. <laughs> in her eyes, it looked like help me. Like I, I, I wonder that too. Like how she really felt about them being married and being together. You know, like was this something you wanted to do, or was this something that it was like, oh, you gonna do this? Because he was her manager too. I like, think a lot of the stuff he was doing though was just like sick like it was it kind of just the whole series kind of turned my stomach honestly it's sad it is sad it It is really sad I yeah we're gonna move on from that (laughs) okay so what artist would you like oh no you were going to tell me who your favorite artist from back then you said Aaliyah and who's your favorite I think is your favorite current artist who you were playing for me just now (laughs) yeah like this really does it for me. <laughs> she really does. Like, I don't know if any of y'all follow me on Instagram, but, or Twitter. I really just got into Twitter, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I don't know if anybody follows me on Instagram, but I'm always posting about Leighton Green. And like, I guess it's cause 
only people I've met that listen to her mm-hmm. are like people who listen to like kind of like underground artists that people wouldn't listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. And now like sis is like actually blowing up now. How did you even find out about her? She was the one who did that um that um Kodak Black remix. Uh you ain't the one for me. I don't know what song you talking what about. What song is that? What song is that? Dang, she did <laughs> She about to look it up, y'all. Yo, I gotta look it up because literally, um she did that and she kinda just blew up. And like that one song I was telling you about, like, she was saying like I posted a video. Um didn't think it was gonna go viral, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And like sis is literally blown up. Like she has the number one R and B album out on album music right now. For real. That's crazy. And it's crazy that I ain't heard of her with having she, that. She did that one song. Well, it's, it was the Rolling piece. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she? Yeah, she blew up. She was every video and just kept making music and like she's been blowing up. I advise everybody to listen to her. She has a she has a a rare sound. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that she's gonna be an epitome of R and B. Okay. Yeah, because she has, she brings that rare sound that like not everybody's bringing right now. I think my favorite from like back then. Definitely Jodeci. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wish to God they wouldn't have gone down here like they could. They sound crazy now. But um, now, it would probably be Ari Lennox. I, I would probably say it would be Ari Lennox because I, I listen to her like the most. So let me ask you this before we wrap up. How do you feel about Adele since we're talking about R&B? Because she to me, falls under that category. Uh, he about to give me some heat. Here we go. No, so like, I haven't listened to Adele since Adele came out. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Are we talking about... Like, I'm talking n- about old Adele, like... Like 19. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I haven't really heard any of her new stuff, but Adele back then did have that voice, like, Okay, okay. You need to listen. You need to catch up. All right, you need to catch up. Because <laughs> Adele, like, there aren't, like, I don't think any artists for real. Like I said, other than other than Jennifer Hudson, but that's just because Jennifer Hudson can just blow. But, and maybe Aretha Franklin, because I love me Aretha Franklin. There aren't any artists that just like I think your song, if it's sad, is literally pushing me to tears. Boy, I need to play you the song. Uh, you need to. You need to listen to Adele because she I'm will push you to, to tears. I that last album, she coming out with a new album in December, I think. That last album, y'all, I had not even dated nobody in like seven months. I was in my room for a week and would not come out. That's how sad it was. I was like, what? Yeah, I just bawled my eyes out on this EP the other day. I, I did. See, so I can't music, even do it. You, it's just like, it be hitting. It be hitting a certain spot. Mm-mm, I can't even do it. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being Thank on Thank you here. for having me. And I will catch you.